0: Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body parenting team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids, in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. How effective is the condom in preventing sexually transmitted infections, or STIs? Now, this was the question my teens asked me one day after some sex education class they had attended in school. I was really glad they had asked me that question as it gave me the opportunity to discuss the topic with them in greater depth. Let me clarify, the sex education class they attended did mention that abstinence and faithfulness to a non-infected spouse was the best way to avoid STIs. But in case they were unable to refrain from sex before getting married, then safe sex with a condom was the proposed option. As parents, it will be useful for us to be prepared for such a scenario and to be ready with the right questions and the right answers. And there are two aspects we will want to cover with our children, the medical as well as the human aspects. First, the medical. How effective is the condom really in preventing pregnancy and STIs? Why or why not? Let us explore this a little bit more. As mentioned, it has often been suggested that using the condom will prevent STIs among teens should they engage in sex. Such a proposition is premised on two main presuppositions. One, that condoms are 100% effective in preventing pregnancy and STIs, and two, that teens will use the condom correctly and consistently, that is, all the time. Now both these presumptions are not quite well supported by the data available at the time of this recording. First, the condom does not offer 100% protection. You can check any condom packet and we will very likely find this disclaimer or something that sounds like this. Latex condoms do not completely eliminate the risks of pregnancy and STIs. When it comes to preventing pregnancy, the condom has been touted to have a 98% effectiveness rate. This means that for every 100 women whose partners use the condom, two of these women will get pregnant in one year. But that is if it is used perfectly all the time. In reality, however, and understandably, this is... Not the case. With typical use, about 14 out of 100 of these women will get pregnant in one year. What about the effectiveness of the condom in preventing STIs? According to the June 2004 Bulletin of the World Health Organization, consistent use of the condom may reduce the risk of HIV transmission by about 80%, but not 100%. Now, when scientists refer to an 80% risk reduction in HIV transmission, they do not mean that every act of sexual intercourse with an HIV-infected person carries with it a 100% chance of getting infected and subsequently using the condom reduces that risk to 20%. No, rather, the number was arrived at by comparing those who used the condom consistently versus those who did not. These studies typically study HIV zero discordant couples. That is, couples in which one partner was HIV positive and the other was not. For the group of HIV zero discordant couples who used the condom consistently, the number that got infected was 1.14 per 100 person years. That is, in one year, 1.14 persons would be infected out of 100 couples. Put in another way, out of... For 10,000 serodiscordant couples who used the condom consistently, 114 persons would be infected by the end of one year. For the serodiscordant couples that did not use the condom, the infection rate was 5.75 per 100 person-years. 1.14 is approximately one-fifth of 5.75 or 20%, and 100 minus 20 gives us 80, which is how we get the figure of 80% risk reduction when the condom is used consistently. Now, we should note that this figure is applicable to so-called discharge STIs, that is STIs that are transmitted through genital secretions mainly, like HIV, gonorrhea and chlamydia. The condom actually offers much less protection against STIs that are spread by skin-to-skin contact, such as herpes, syphilis and human papillomaviruses or HPV the family of viruses that can cause cervical cancer and genital warts. Why? According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, this is because condoms may not cover all infected areas or areas that could become infected. Furthermore, in order to have any meaningful effectiveness in reducing STI transmission, the condom needs to be used consistently and correctly. In reality, many people, especially youth, fail to do so. Studies have shown that only between 8% and 48.4% of those surveyed actually use the condom consistently. On top of that, one local survey of at-risk youth found that about 42% had experienced slippage while using the condom, and about 32% had experienced breakage. What do these data tell us? Simply that an adequate response to the issue of teen sex must go beyond this merely biological response, which is why, and it is interesting to note, that a contributor to the British Medical Journal, Dr Stephen Janus, once remarked that merely promoting condoms disregard the complex nature of human sexuality and fails to tackle the underlying social and emotional needs of young people, who are often trapped in high-risk sexual behaviour as a consequence of difficult life circumstances. This leads us to the second part of the discussion, the human and moral aspect. And this we will discuss at the next episode. Till then, take care and may God bless you and your family always. Bye for now.